the real love. Dark skin and ain't viv love. That Jada in that weird love. That leave a toothbrush that's a crib love. And you ain't gotta wonder whether that's your kid love. Hey guys, you are now no. Your favorite stuff. Your favorite podcast that amplifies the experience. No, sorry. Okay. Can you start again? You are now listening to season four of Dark and Lovely Pod with your lovely hosts, Dej and Ohima T. This is your favorite podcast that amplifies the voices and experiences of black women. Streaming every Friday on all platforms. So kick off your shoes, relax your feet, and lock in to Dark and Lovely Pod. Woo! I don't know, sis. I feel like you could get slapped. Yeah. White people slap people too. I know. And I feel like this whole conversation would have been so different if, it, if that was a white guy that slapped Chris Rock. What do you think? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. We're back again with another episode. Yes, yes, yes. The Big Ten. Oh, is this the 10? Yeah. Number 10? Right? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Big 10. <laughs> All right. So, um, before we get into messiness, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, Yeah. what do you think so far, because this is the first, the first quarter of the year is about to be done. Yeah. So, like, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned thus far? Oh, my gosh. Quarter already. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday was January 1st. Trust me. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest lesson you've learned thus far? Um, Lesson. Or, you know, gem, whatever. Um, I wouldn't really say it was a lesson, but more like... Something I've gotten better at. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know about you, but I don't know. For me, it was really hard, mm-hmm. like transitioning from a student to like working. Mm. And I don't think anyone ever talks about it, like how hard that actually is. But for me, like it was so difficult. Like I didn't really know how to like navigate being an employee Mm -hmm. from for like my career job Mm -hmm. versus being a student like I felt like I was so accustomed to being a student I knew how to be a student very well but like being a worker being an employee I was like bro I don't I don't know how to do this yeah so I think uh I think this like from January um I got a lot better at it and I just kind of I don't know learned how to Bless you. <laughs> Learn how to like, you know, make balance in my life and mm-hmm. not dedicate like so much of my time to like my work and like have like, yeah. a life balance, you know? I can see that with you because I feel like when you're a student, like you're super like, let yeah. me go to the library, let me go to this. And like, you don't yeah. necessarily have to do that and work. At work, yeah. It's and true. you can't. Cause then, and you can't or else you're going to like, yeah. you know, burn the fuck out. Because your pay is going to be the same regardless. Regardless. It's like yeah. school, like it's like... The more you an do, A or yeah, B, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I also think like, um, like with school, there was always like, like an end point. Like I'm like, okay, I have a month left. Yeah, like, I have two years left. And or I'm this done. is about to be reading week. It's yeah, about to be. It's about to be something. But like at work, it's like I'm working for 35 years. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I hear mean? you. Like, so. There's no end. Mm-hmm. So it was so hard, but. I mean, it was a learning, a learning curve. So yeah. What yeah. You? Um, just to your point about that, I feel like I, I um, I don't have that problem, and I'm. I feel like I'll probably have a different version of that problem because I feel like, literally, like since I finished my first degree, I've had mm-hmm. like a big people job or mm-hmm. a job that relates to my field. So mm-hmm. while I'm like in school, like I'll be working. Do you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. even now, like I have a job in my well in my former field but whatever mm-hmm. um yeah but my biggest lesson i feel like i think that i always would like i think i always knew that like okay i think this is a feeling that a lot of us feel sometimes that like we give to people more than they give to us mm-hmm. or like we put more energy into situations than than, than the other people do i think we yeah. all kind of feel like that sometimes yeah but i feel like i've i always kind of feel like that Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I would say that like I really experienced that mm-hmm. like re- like I don't know just in the last period of my life mm-hmm. and like I realized that it's not the people necessarily mm-hmm. it's like of course it's them but I also have to take accountability because I realized that I have very 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 poor boundaries mm-hmm. like I was like oh it's people pleasing but like on top of people pleasing like it's poor boundaries yeah. like like somebody will ask me to go somewhere and I don't want to go mm-hmm. and like because I feel like it would make them upset if I say no yeah. I'll go you know what I mean yeah. so now it's like every time you ask me mm-hmm. like you're expecting me to come yeah and it's like or and like if I say no now you might think there's a problem yeah do you know what I mean yeah, so you're always saying yes exactly yeah. and so I think that like like for like honestly like if um if my friends ask me to chill like I'm actually probably not gonna say no do you know yeah. what I mean like mm-hmm. in the past but I feel like lately like I've been like uh, like if it's something that I don't want to do mm-hmm. like I'm not going and I yeah. think that it's a part of a part of why I always say yes is because like I don't want to miss out yeah, you have like a fear of missing. Out. Yeah, yeah, like I had, like I, I just want, I just want to be involved. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I don't know. I think it's like me being like the only child happens, too. You want to like be there exactly. to witness it. You don't want someone to tell you about it. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's because like, I think it has to do with like me being the only child. Like I just, I just want to be involved. Like you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, like I like people to include me. Like I don't like to feel yeah. excluded. Like because like I feel like I'm yeah. always left out. Mm-hmm. So I, I never want to be excluded and i'm just realizing that like bro like not everything's for me i don't have to do everything (coughs) i don't have to say yes to everything and like as much as i can sit here and be like oh no one cares about me like how i care about them like no like it's because you have poor boundaries yeah you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. yeah that's been my biggest lesson that Teresa, you have poor boundaries Mm -hmm. and like you need to do better and i'm I'm trying to do better, but me and my friends were having this conversation the other day. I feel like for the first little bit, people are going to take it personally. Like, yeah. oh, like, why is she moving like that? Because if somebody starts moving differently, we're all so self-centered. You're going to make it yeah, about yourself. You. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Do you want water? No, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, man. I'm just trying to get out of this fit. Like, just trying to say no more to the point where, like, people understand that it's not anything to do with you it's just like me like i just want to relax i don't want to come i don't that's not something that i'm interested in doing i won't be there i have homework i'm coming off of an overnight like i'm not i'm taking a back seat this time i'm not going to be the person that's doing this person that's doing that and that's okay that has nothing to do with how i feel about you yeah it's everything to do with how i feel about me yeah so that's fair yeah. yeah (laughs) um okay i have a scenario for you Mm -hmm. so um my friend asked me um like if like if you went to if your man went to banna Mm -hmm. and um he was he caught on wine yeah would you consider that cheating and how would you feel about that um now that we know ban is coming and it's all these yeah. band launches and everything like that so yeah honestly i i don't think i would care yeah because i feel like that's like within the west indian culture like you dance mm-hmm. on your like i dance on my uncle no i don't dance on my uncle <laughs> i'm not even gonna say that but like i see people you dance like, you see them dance like that dancing yeah. together right it's nothing like I don't consider that anything like sexual, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just how they dance. Mm-hmm. So I honestly wouldn't care. And if I go to bed, I'm probably gonna be doing the same thing. So do you have like a boundary though, where you're like, okay, this is too far? Yeah, like okay, like if they're like looking at each other, like you don't need to be looking at, at each other and dancing. No, like no front ways, like front ways, or even like just looking in their eyes while dancing. Like that's just too much. I don't think I've ever done that before. Or just like I don't know. I would I would um wouldn't care because like you're going to ban what else are you going to ban for? Like mm-hmm. you could catch a bubble and I'm certainly going to catch a bubble. Yeah, too. right. But like <laughs> I feel like um like it's a way to do it. Like Yeah. Don't drag it. I know, yeah, that's true. And like there's you shouldn't be like like if it's a, not even just ban like if it's a party, like you know like when you go to a party like 
you might like dance with a man for the whole night. Yeah. Like relax. Like you yeah, don't. Yeah. You don't need like to after that. two times, like you like, don't find someone else. Yeah. You don't need to be. <laughs> you don't need to be finding the same girl for this the yeah. whole night. Like chill, right? Yeah. Also, don't get caught on camera. Cause I'm not trying to go on, uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever and see you barking yeah. a ting like. Or have anyone send things to me? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, don't pick anybody up. Yeah. Well, okay, it depends. It depends on what type of event you're at. Like, if you went to, like, a fet or, like, a bashment thing, like, sure. Like, if that's the vibes. But, like, if you're in a Luxie's, like, you don't need to pick anybody up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like don't get caught on camera. Keep it cute. Yeah. You know? And also, like, I also was saying that I feel like if if you really fuck with somebody, like, if you... You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't really even be interested too tough in catching rewind. You'd be yeah. there for the vibes. Yeah. Because I have a friend that's been in a relationship for a long time. I've never seen her dance with a man, and she always has the most fun. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So, guys, this episode is going to surround um, a little scenario. Well, not a little scenario. A big scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that happened at the... Is it Grammys? Oscars. Oscars. You guys know the vibes. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when um, our friend William. Not William. <laughs> His name's Willard. Is it Willard? Yeah, Willard. What the hell? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't expect that with Will. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, our friend Willard came on stage and punched our other friend. He slapped him. You see how this is how rumors get started. This girl said he punched no, him. No, he punched him, I swear. He, he slapped he him. He slapped him? He slapped him. He didn't punch him. He slapped him. I think he him. punched him. No, he slapped him. I couldn't see him. him from the other angle and it looked like he was doing this. No, he sla- I think he backhanded him. What? He slapped him. Oh shoot. Okay, well. <laughs> I was like, but this is how rumors get started, bro. <laughs> I honestly, I watched the video, and from the video, it looked like he like punched him in the face. No, he did not punch him. He definitely slapped him. You didn't see mm. Fashion Fashion Nova didn't email you saying um they slapped. What? You know how Fashion Nova always like. Bro, they're so annoying. They I said. They <laughs> said. I don't even want to know. <laughs> no, they said slapped. We slapped another forty percent off. What did they say? Yeah, last day we slapped forty percent off the entire site for you, and they even put the slapped emoji. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, guys. This is what uh this episode's going to be about. Okay. So we're gonna dig a little deeper because I feel like all the conversations surrounding it are very shallow and dumb and whatever. But before we yeah. get into that, like what are your thoughts? Like, do you think he's wrong? Oh, I should say that um we did a poll on our thing. Mm-hmm. Let me read the results. So an astounding 79% said that they stand with Will. You know, he should have slapped him, whatever. And then 21% of people said that he was wrong for that. Mm. So, I personally feel like, um, okay. I feel like, obviously, you know, we don't condone violence, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like you could get slapped. Like, Sometimes you have to watch your mouth. Like, obviously nobody should slap anybody, but yeah. sometimes people get slapped. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you say something, you should like you could get slapped. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, those are he didn't slap a woman. He didn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, that was a grown man slapping another grown man. I feel like that's their business, and I feel like that's his wife, and that's just how I feel. I feel like it doesn't all this other stuff that people are adding onto it. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not on anyone, like, I'm not on Chris Rock's side or, uh, Willard's Willard's side. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I see, I kind of see both sides, like, with Chris Rock. I mean, honestly, like, genuinely speaking, I didn't even know that Jada Pickett Smith had alopecia or whatever the fuck she has. Um, sorry. <laughs> Is that insensitive? Whatever. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry. But... I'm so sorry. But <laughs> I didn't know she had that. I just thought, because she's always had short hair. Yeah, you know she's what I always mean? had short hair. So I just thought she wanted to cut it off. And you know that family's very like... Like spiritual, you know, free, they open. They do whatever they want to do. So I just thought she cut off her hair. You know, and it look, it looks good on her. So it does. you know what I mean? I just, I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, if I didn't know that, I'm assuming that a lot of other people didn't know that she had alopecia as well. She's spoken about it before. I know, but I've never heard, like, I don't watch Red Table Talk, so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. that. You know what I mean? And I feel like, like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to say I don't think, but why are we so quick to assume that Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia and it was coming from such a, like, malicious place that he was saying these things? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think that was the case like i don't i feel like if he had known that he wouldn't maybe he wouldn't have made that joke i think that i think that for him it wouldn't matter either way if she had alopecia because the argument is that he's a comedian and he's making a joke so comedians make jokes about like crazy things i don't think to i don't really think that's the point because i don't really think he knew like i don't really think he cared to know if she had alopecia like i don't think that would have made him not tell the joke if that makes sense you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't really think he cares about that. Yeah, but I feel like people are running with that narrative that, like, he has such, like, a malicious intent the reason, with what he's saying. The reason why people are... Okay, I don't... I've never... I didn't really see anybody saying he had a malicious intent, per se. I think... I think the argument is that it's not really about intent. It's about impact, and clearly she was uncomfortable with it, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, if you... um, There's other videos of him talking about the family. Like he's mm -hmm. he's told jokes and stuff about them before. <coughs> yeah. That like is like he's apparently he's been talking about them. Like you know that year when Will and Jada did that whole Oscar so white thing and then oh yeah the, all the black people boycotted. Wasn't he the host he was the for host that, that time well? too. Okay, yeah. yeah. And people are calling him a coon. Yeah. And he said something about Jada that time too. Like he basically said like Jada wasn't gonna win an Oscar anyway. So like who cares if she's oh, not here? Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so, so it's like built up. Yeah. And okay. also like. Another reason why, like, okay, I will say that I feel, I felt kind of bad for Chris Rock, like, after he slapped him, because, like, he looked very embarrassed. Yeah. I feel I like he handled that, I don't even want to say he handled that well, <laughs> but, like, I feel like, like, for me, if I got hit, I'd probably Would just walk floor. off. No, I'd probably be on the floor and, like, be like, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to handle that situation. I feel like he was confused. I feel like he was confused. Yeah, like he just and, didn't know what happened. And at the same time, yeah. he's at work. So you have to understand, like, this isn't a word show to us, but yeah. this is his job, right? Yeah. But um, anyway, I think that, uh, what was I saying? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 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 I was saying that I felt bad because he looked embarrassed. Oh, he did, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I feel bad about. Yeah. But also, like, and I also don't like how, I don't like, like especially with social media i don't like when like people are like making fun of people too much like i don't like when conversations are too one-sided like yeah. it's like everyone's like on will's side like regardless of my opinion or not like unless somebody's like very like i don't know like a pedophile or something mm -hmm. or has killed somebody like i don't like like when everyone's just like on like so like flocking together against one person yeah. I, I just don't think it's nice do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's what i don't like and i feel like a lot of the public opinion is swaying towards will maybe yeah. because people think he's right i think what's come when it's coming from black women like like what we'll talk about later i feel like maybe it's coming from the right place but i feel like for a lot of people it's just that like we like will smith better yeah so and he has more popularity like yeah do you and know he has what I, mean? a, I feel like in within like like social media or within that kind of area he is seen as like like he has a better image he has you a better I mean? image he has a better legacy like yeah we we all watched fresh prince like we all yeah. watched all his movies like we love will smith like mm -hmm. even like we just love will smith mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like it makes it makes it a lot easier for us to forgive whatever he did exactly you know what i mean then chris rock exactly and um yeah so i just feel like there's that and i was gonna say something else I forget still but yeah i i don't know i just don't like how it's like all against chris but apparently his ticket sales went up who chris rock yeah like for his comedy tour well i mean because he's probably gonna be talking about that now mm. in his comedy tour he's yeah. gonna profit off of that for sure as he should as he should he got slapped you know he could rec yeah. get a bag off of it yeah. so yeah i don't know I mean, I do, uh, I do see Will side too. Like he was there defending his his wife, but at the same time, I feel like it was like I feel like he's like going through stuff, you know? <laughs> no, like for real. Like I feel like he's going through s stuff, and like that comment was like the thing that set him off. Okay, and so then, like 
you know, Chris Rock was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and he got hit. I don't know if you see, I don't know if it was The Breakfast Club, but he had an interview because he wrote a book, right? Mm-hmm. And in the book, he basically said like he's felt like a coward all his life because his mom, his dad used to abuse his mom, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. he was the oldest son, and yeah. like he never like did anything about it, like he never like beat his dad up or whatever. Yeah. So he kind of felt like a coward. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like maybe he he feels like I want to protect my like you know what I yeah. mean like he has his own issues about protecting his family maybe. Yeah. So maybe that has to do with it. I just like I want to know like why was it like at the at, what was it Oscars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why did it have to be like at the Oscars? That you know what I mean. Well, he's that like Chris he, Rock said it at the Oscars. I know, but like what? I feel like something had to like build him up to that point. You know what I mean? Like maybe he just have been talking about his wife for for so long, like years. Okay, so, but like, this what? is the thing. Like I feel like when it comes to all the entanglement stuff, like who was I talking to about this today? I was talking to somebody today about this like I feel like when it comes to the entanglement stuff like that's their business like oh I was talking to my lash tech so like that's that's their business like like they know what their situation is yeah as like celebrities like people are always gonna have like for example like this podcast like unless you're our friends or whatever like all they know all anybody that listens knows is what we're saying on the podcast they Mm -hmm. can make assumptions about us whatever but they don't actually know now and this is our local local podcast now imagine you're will smith and like you have millions of followers everybody like for like half your life people are following you people are gonna have so much opinions on what you're doing but you and your wife know the real like who knows maybe that maybe jada august and will were having threesomes we don't know yeah we don't maybe they were in a three-year relationship we don't know maybe they broke up that time we don't know we don't know anything do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean we're just saying our our opinions and saying lol entanglement and getting retweets and all kind of stuff right Mm -hmm. so they know their situation but when it comes to so maybe that's easy for them to laugh at because like they're probably laughing at us like oh these people know they think they know what they're talking about and they don't right but now when it comes to alopecia like maybe she cries at home about it yeah maybe she's super insecure about it maybe he's had to like tell her like no you're still beautiful Mm -hmm. maybe she like do you know what i mean maybe it was hard for her to come to this award show today because of her hair yeah that's true so like i don't think it has to be that deep like i feel like everyone's trying to like be like oh yeah there must be something going on with him at home like yeah Mm -hmm. or no because on his youtube channel i think he said like he was dealing with bouts of like suicide like he was thinking about yeah but that doesn't have to relate to him like to him i know but it could it could it could but do you see how like like on twitter basically everyone's like cussing white women because a lot of white women are like making it about them like you see how wait how like uh, let me tell you so (laughs) they're basically saying (laughs) there's this one tweet where it's like um uh okay did you watch his speech after no. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made a speech after saying like uh, love makes you do crazy things or something yeah. like that, and then this lady was like, "Oh, love, love makes you do crazy things." How many victims of domestic violence have heard that before? Wait, what? Yeah, and then somebody said, <laughs> and then another person said, "If only, if only Will was this passionate about when, it, like, black people got their rights taken away to voters, something like that." What? And then this other white guy was like, oh, Jada's been, Jada's been, uh, the bitch has been bald or something like that. Like, I don't know. What? So, yeah, I don't know. It's just a whole bunch of discourse and. But that, that doesn't even like relate to like what happened. I'm confused. You know what? I mean? They make stuff, <laughs> they make everything about them. Alright guys, so I'm going to read a tweet that kind of sums up our topic here. So this tweet is by Maya Angelique, or sorry, Money Maya on Twitter, and it reads, All this has shown me is who would and who would not stand up for, defend, and protect the black women in their lives. Y'all have shown who cares about our mental and emotional well-being and who doesn't. And then someone else quote tweeted this uh, tweet. And her name is Shaggy Snacks on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And she wrote, period, it's protect black women until it's actually time to do it. Then it's respectability politics and it's not that deep. I hate it here. Yeah. Period. 
so I think like the the deeper um, conversation here is like about protecting black women mm-hmm. so like um, for me I think that a lot of the times we talk about protect black women especially in the last couple of years mm-hmm. everything like that but I'm really trying to think like if I've ever sat down and thought about what it means for me for like black men in particular because I feel like those are the main people that should be protecting us if yeah. anything because nobody else is going to even care but mm-hmm. um even though they barely do but that's a different conversation um <laughs> yeah so like what it actually means for black men to protect us but like um i think like for me protecting black men protecting black women as a black man mm-hmm. first and foremost it's not only about like protecting black women in proximity to you yeah like i don't have to be your sister mm-hmm. or your um girlfriend or your mom mm-hmm. and i think that like i understand why but i think that as black women we kind of perpetuate this because a lot of the times when we're trying to get black men to understand something mm-hmm. we will be like oh what if i was your sister or what yeah. if somebody did this to your sister or what if i was or your mom, mom yeah. or whatever like even the the whole like when niggas say stuff about a uh, dark-skinned woman and we'll be like oh your mom's dark-skinned yeah it's like i get why we're doing that because that seems to be the only thing they understand yeah but the more they the more we do that the more we're perpetuating mm-hmm. the fact that that's what they need to understand yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think like and i seen this tweet the other day um when this guy said that like he uh went to a protest and they were they were chanting like stop killing the manda right like at a mm-hmm. black lives matter protest mm-hmm. and then um, they started like the stop killing the gal them like oh, thing yeah. and he said it was silence oh shoot and it's just like like that might be like oh ha ha like that's not that serious but like that's really how people feel yeah do you know what I mean yeah so true. like I just think that uh, when it comes to protecting black women like I don't know like what do you feel like what do you feel like you need from black men to be like okay like I feel protected by this black man like whether it's like maybe like somebody that's not your brother or dad or man like you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i feel like it's anything that i would do to protect them like I, I i would just want like my behavior i guess to be reciprocated by them so if for example i don't know i see a black man um getting in trouble with the police and i'm like waiting around to see if anything is gonna happen mm-hmm. i would want that same behavior to be done for me if i got in trouble with the police you know mm-hmm. or i don't know just i don't know just not being so quick to like jump ship mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like they're always ready to like leave they're you know? all yeah they are they're always ready to like I feel like they're always ready to like take somebody's side over our side. Over our side. And yeah. I feel like we're always forcing ourselves to take their side to over they, anyone yeah. else's. Exactly. Even over other black women's side. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And we always give them the benefit of the doubt. Always. But they never seem to want to do the same for us. Exactly. And I think like uh for me, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know how mm-hmm. I was saying that like I like I love male energy? Yeah. And I realized why I like it. Because I think I'm a princess. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I just like how like, like nigga, like men are just like, men. Honestly, in theory, men are actually lit. Eh? Like, no, no. Think about it. <laughs> People that are bigger than you and stronger than you and like, like if they're around, like you don't have to like do stuff. Yeah. That's like, true. like they're gonna take out the garbage. Like, they're gonna um fix your car they're gonna barbecue like that's lit like in in theory they're gonna buy you stuff like in theory men are lit yeah you know what i mean like for us yeah yeah Yeah. but like because and i was thinking about this too like i was telling my friend like um i feel like because i have no male energy every time i get around nigga i'm like "Mm," like "Mm, yeah like do i like you like what is this feeling i'm feeling and it's like no they're just a man like Mm -hmm. like um like because my job like sometimes it's kind of dangerous and like, um, there, like, we we were doing like, a, we were having a meeting, and like, clients were like, running around out. They're just cause, just causing ruckus, right? Mm-hmm. And like, there was like three men in the room, uh-huh. and like, two of them, like, one was a black man, and one was like, anyway, two of them like, 
like when the when we heard like a like a bang on the window or whatever, mm-hmm. like they like stood up, and uh, like yeah. I was like, this is what I like to see. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody else in the the room is women. Like one of them went to go see, and mm-hmm. the next one stood up. Like you know, they're like, yo, I want yeah. like you know, and I'm just like, yo, I love this. And the women are just sitting down. I'm like, I this is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. I like stuff like that, and like even like the co-worker I worked with that night, like somebody was banging on the office door and like I was gonna go get it. Cause like, honestly, I feel like you become desensitized. Like you're not as scared anymore yeah. the more you work there. And he literally like hopped up and like, every time somebody banged on the door, like he's like hopped up. And I'm like, and at first I was like, why is he doing that? I'm like, oh, okay, it's because I'm a woman. Yeah. Like he's doing yeah. that cause I'm a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like every time we would go and like check on clients, like he would go ahead of me. I'm like, okay, it's because I'm a woman. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Men are actually lit in three. And I, and I felt protected and I don't mm-hmm. think he wants me. I don't think he likes me. Yeah. I don't think it's nothing like that. But I think like, he's like, you're a woman. Oh, okay. You're also a black woman. Like yeah. I'm going to go first. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. I like stuff like that mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I feel like especially in my job like whenever like okay I will say that it's a little bit confusing though because I remember one time at my other job um, there was like I said I was like the only female staff so it was just like a like a lot of like attention sometimes mm-hmm. especially from other staff like not my staff but like we had like like cleaning staff security whatever whatever mm-hmm. on site right there's this one other staff and like he would always like flirt with me and stuff like that but like he's very respectful and then like mm-hmm. my last day he was like oh like can i get your number so we can talk right oh and like i wouldn't have minded yeah what i'm i'm very shallow except for like i kind of know how much he made and it was like less than me oh but my gosh. and then Stop. also like he was muslim <laughs> Which, like, I don't mind. Yeah. But... Wait, was he black? Yeah, he was black. Okay. He was African. Okay. He was Muslim, but, uh... Which I don't mind, because yeah. I, I have a lot of Muslim family, but, like, I just don't want those problems yeah. for our family. I don't mm-hmm. know if... You know, right? Yeah. So, like, I would have said yes, but then, like, my coworker was like, nah. He's like, leave her alone. Oh. Wait, it was a guy that said that? Yeah. Oh. He's Why? like, leave her alone. And then I was like... And then I just, like, left, because I was like, this is awkward. But, yeah. I, but, like, I always wondered, like, why, why did he, he do that? that? Like, did he do that because he felt like I was uncomfortable, so he was trying to protect me? Or did uh, he do that because he wanted to talk to me? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. But then I, I took it like he was, because he was, like, big brother vibes. So yeah. I, I took it like he's, like, and he has a little sister. Yeah. So I kind of felt like he was kind of like, okay, you kind of look uncomfortable, so let me, mm, let yeah. me kind of do that. But then... Mm-hmm. Also, like, I can talk for myself. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's a hard one. So, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but, like, for me, sometimes, I feel like I'm a very independent person, and I like to do things myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things that, like, typically a man would do. So, like... I don't know if you've experienced this, but mm-hmm. like say, I don't know, your bed broke or something like that, right? Yeah, you're, you're a handywoman still. You're above, yeah. <laughs> you're above the builder has been still. Say your bed broke or something, right? So instead of like asking my partner to like come and fix it, or even I would ask my partner, well, can you come and fix it? Mm. But like if he's taking too long, I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like in a way it almost like makes it seem like i don't need him Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like it's really just me being independent you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i um nah like okay i don't know i never been like in a consistent um situation relationship let me not say situation before i end up in another situation (laughs) but relationship yeah where i could call nick and be like yo how do i do this or come do this yeah which like that is like something i need personally like Mm -hmm. because my dad is like getting older like i Mm -hmm. like i like literally i was in my bed the other day i'm like yo Tuesday, you're so useless like you need to find a man to come (laughs) help your dad like with the grass and shit like that like when um when we kept having all those snowstorms 
and stuff Mm -hmm. like me and my mom were out there shoveling this it was just ghetto anyway so yeah like i'm like yo the whole time i'm like yo teresa you what are you doing like you need to find (laughs) you need to find a man to come help you and your family but um yo no i need that like i remember one time like my dad went to ghana and Mm -hmm. i needed to put air to my tires Mm -hmm. and i'm like who who do i who do i call like who can help me with this this? my dad my dad always puts air in my tires like you know what i mean like who, who can i run to like mm. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. no nah, i need that I, and i even remember when i went to hamilton like um i had a i, I bought a desk and like i couldn't put it together mm-hmm. and i literally the whole time i was in hamilton i just never put it together what because i had no one to help me like you can literally just youtube it yeah um <laughs> i'm not i'm not i don't think that's a lady's job what i don't think that's a lady like me's job like i'm not i'm never gonna put like a desk together i'm sorry me and my cousins ended up doing it yeah but like that was like three of us together and there's still some loose screws but like we tried you know what i mean but like no i don't it's not i don't think as a me personally as a lady Mm -hmm. i won't be doing those things Mm -hmm. but um yeah i feel like all those things are like like um protection and i think that in exchange for those things like i like i will like like cook and clean and Mm -hmm. i feel so nasty when i say these things i will do those (laughs) things and take care of our kids and if you if we can financially afford for me to be a stay-at-home mom for the first few years of our children's lives i would be glad to do it yeah but and that's why i say i have a little bit of pick me and me but like you need to i need to feel safe and protected and protected yeah that's true and and this is like this is like you like for i don't know i just think that as as much as we as black women try to learn about black men mm-hmm. i think that they should try to learn about us like i was talking to this guy the other day and he was saying telling me that he was watching girlfriends and I was like, that, that's such a turn on. Like, I'm, I'm interested. Like, let's talk. Let's chat yeah. more. What do you think about this show? <laughs> he said that he said that he likes it, and there's a lot to learn. And I'm like, I love that. You know. Hmm. But yeah. You should ask more questions. What are you learning? <laughs> I'll ask that later, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't bombard him with the questions. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's say the reverse. Like, if we're going back to the whole situation, like, if there was a girl talking crazy to your man, would you slap? her no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> okay what if she was trying to fight him no what the fuck slap her for what no like if a girl was trying to fight your, your boyfriend yeah and you know that he's a man and he cannot de- like he cannot hit a girl yeah you wouldn't fight her no so what would you do in this situ- yo Deja, you're actually de- not a writer i would try and de-escalate the situation okay the de-escalation my, my words the de-escalation <laughs> is not de-escalating she has to get slapped what are you doing no unless she hits me first then i feel like i could beat her up mm. you know i don't know that's just not you that's just not me i i don't like i could could you imagine actually, me fighting could you real no but like sober could you imagine <laughs> could you imagine me fighting for real i feel like i wouldn't i feel like fight. everybody has a breaking point yeah i feel like if you hit me i feel like that's like the ultimate form of disrespect like but like that's your, your someone but that's your okay maybe your husband is not gonna make it better because like this is the ult. i feel like for me personally like you're about to say like if you put your hands on me we're, there's no coming there, back there's from no that. coming back from that like because every time i'm around you i'm gonna think about the fact that you put your hands on me yeah you know what i mean yeah. so um yeah so when it comes to that like your man cannot defend himself mm-hmm. because i wouldn't want like like if a girl's like trying to beat up my boyfriend like i wouldn't mm-hmm. expect him to hit her back yeah i wouldn't expect that either at the same time he's a human being so i think that i would have to interject yeah and slap her because like okay this is what i'm not this is what i would do (laughs) this is what i would do in a situation like that i would stand in the middle of them yeah i'd probably stand in the middle of them too 
And if she hit me, if she so happened to hit me, then I have all right to beat her up. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like what I've noticed about myself is I'm definitely like a protector. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like anybody who I feel like is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because like going back to work, there was this client and he was like um, this like black guy. And I was working with like an older man that day. And um, like you would think like he's a man, so if anything, like he should be protecting me. But I just mm-hmm. saw him like, you know, you could be my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And I also saw like the, the client like as like I can talk to you because you're black yeah so like if anything like if because he was mad like he was yelling at us like he was like like he was escalated right Uh and like i feel like because i'm so small like i probably should have been threatened but i don't know because like he's if he was if he wasn't black maybe i would have been more scared but because Mm -hmm. he was black like i don't know i just feel like a lot of the ways we communicate as black people like i know that if a black person is talking a certain way and he was like from Toronto like he had a Toronto accent and everything so I'm Mm -hmm. like okay I know that you're mad right now but you're not as mad as other people might think you are yeah do you know what I'm trying to say so I was like okay I don't want the situation to escalate so I literally like was like standing in the middle of them Mm -hmm. and I just I just did that naturally and then after that situation I'm like yo you're actually dumb like why'd you do that like (laughs) like what if he boxed you like yeah you know what I mean (laughs) but like that's just me I feel like I always want to protect people that are I that I might think are vulnerable mm-hmm. so I expect the same in return yeah I feel like as yeah I don't know I just think that I think that if we're for me obviously mm-hmm. everybody expresses their gender differently mm-hmm. but for me I think that black men even if like you're not mm, I don't know if this is problematic because I was going to say even if you don't present as what people might typically perceive as masculine Mm -hmm. I feel like as a black man you should protect black women Mm -hmm. like that I agree that's that's your job like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and yeah I just think (laughs) you need to be doing that yeah okay um so I remember reading on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's kind of like going back to like the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock uh, situation. Mm-hmm. But um, um, people were saying like a lot of Black people were saying, "Oh, this is just how Black people communicate." Mm. And I was like, um, first of all, no, it's not. <laughs> like you can't speak on behalf of the whole Black population we don't fight to communicate like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i feel like they were i don't know i don't know i just didn't like that comment didn't sit right with me okay but why doesn't it sit right with you because i feel like like you see how i said about the client that like i could tell he was mad but he was he wasn't as mad as somebody else might perceive him to be yeah does that make sense yeah so i feel like that's that's a fact like I feel like, like, I feel like I understand what you're saying, but I also feel like there's a little bit to unpack there and to unle- a little bit to unlearn there because, of course, not every black person communicates the same way, right? Mm-hmm. But as black people in general, like, obviously, we have different ethnicities, but we do have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the ways that we express ourselves are deemed, like, wrong or extra or ghetto or whatever but that's literally just how we express ourselves so like but by hitting people okay but like i don't think that's fair to say for the whole black population i don't think that's fair to say for the whole black population but i feel like you could get slapped like yeah you can definitely get slapped if you say something that's disrespectful do you know what i mean like even like think of like our like our parents like is it is when we talk about like our parents hitting us growing up like is it not white people are the ones that are so shocked that like our parents yeah. hit us do you yeah. know what i mean so mm-hmm. that is a part of our community whether it's positive or negative. i'm not saying that we can sit here and say oh all black people slap people but also like you know what i'm trying to say like i feel like the reason why like you like you're upset with that 
is because it has a neg- negative con- connotation. Yeah. And the reason why things like that, not even specifically slapping, but like maybe yelling or like quote unquote being aggressive or what is perceived yeah. as uh, aggressive behavior, the reason why there's a problem with that is because it's associated with blackness. Yeah. But I just feel like when people are writing these things on social media, like mm-hmm. it kind of gives white people like, oh, like, yeah, see, I knew that black people were aggressive like he even said it himself like this is how they communicate but i don't really think that matters because that that going back to what like we were talking about before like that's respectability politics like that there's no there's no white person that already didn't think that about black people that's gonna mm-hmm. see something like that and it's gonna make them think that of black people you already thought that yeah, and me true. not posting that isn't gonna make you think differently i feel like and that's another conversation people are saying like oh yeah the oscars was not the place not in front of mm-hmm. all these white people like yeah. so so the, yeah. like i don't understand that's fair. i don't know <laughs> i just didn't like that comment but what do you like what do you feel about like people saying like oh like it was in front of white people like we 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 um yeah i definitely see like i feel like he should have if he was gonna do it i don't think whether it was in front of white people should have mattered because you know his reason for doing it was to protect his his wife you know what i mean like he wasn't i don't know if that makes sense but um but also on the flip side Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of white people are also saying about Chris Rock, like, oh, he handled that very well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he didn't assault him back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that kind of ties back into respectability politics. You know what yeah. I mean? Because everyone's condoning him, like, oh, yeah, look, he handled that so well. He just kind of made light of it, made light of the situation, continued to joke about it, didn't hit him back. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I don't know. But what I will say is, this is what white people need. Okay, like, and I was, let me get a little bit academic. So there's this, um, if anyone's interested, there's this writer back in the day, his name is Franz Fanon, right? And he kind of wrote about, like, respectability politics. There's, um, uh, I think it's called the Black Skin White Mass or something like that. And, like, mm-hmm. the particular section I'm talking about is called, um, is it called the good Negro versus the bad Negro? Something like that. Basically, his whole point was that in order for there to be, uh, in order, like basically, white people need black people to feel better about themselves. Like they need yeah. the like because they associate whiteness with all things positive. They need something to to associate with all things negative mm-hmm. so that they can be positive. Because if there's nothing negative, then there can be nothing positive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So the same goes for like black people, like. They literally need us to participate in respectability politics in order for them to con- to, to continue to villainize us. Mm-hmm. Like, they need people, like, in this situation, they need Will Smith, people like Will Smith that are slapping mm-hmm. people in order to... Sorry, they need people like Chris Rock that are, quote-unquote, handling it well oh, yeah. and being respectable to villainize people like Will Smith. Because mm-hmm. if Chris Rock slapped him back and they both started fighting... Yeah. People would like the conversation would be very different. It would be different, yeah. You know what I mean? But like because he quote unquote handled it well, now it's oh Will is this and oh he probably beats his wife and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So like they like Yeah, and, and, and that's why respectability politics is a tool of white supremacy because like they want us to think that. They want us to think that if we act a certain way, then they won't not like us. Yeah. Like, were we acting a certain way when we were minding our own business and they came to kidnap us? Yeah. We weren't acting any way. <laughs> we were doing our own thing. You guys mm-hmm. came to bother us, mm-hmm. right? Colonialism, same thing. You guys came to bother us. Mm-hmm. They always come to bother us, but they have somehow convinced us that if we act a certain way, then they won't think anything of us. Yeah. But that is not true. Yeah, it's not true. So, I don't know, sis. I feel like you could get slapped. Yeah. White people slap people too. I know. And I feel like this whole conversation would have been so different if it, if that was a white guy that slapped Chris Rock. 
What do you think? Yeah. But what do you think if there's another conversation, people saying that Will Smith would have never slapped a white person? What do you think about that? I honestly don't think he would have. Really? Why do you think that? I don't know because I don't know. Maybe because of what social media would do. I feel like it, it would have a lot to do with like the after effects. Mm-hmm. You know, of how people would view him, how, what kind of narratives they would put out, like within the stories and stuff, or mm-hmm. within like the news. Like it would be very different than what they're what, what we're seeing right now. Okay, but mm-hmm. could it also be like, I don't know how to explain this, but you see, as black people, we can't really be ourselves a hundred percent around non-black people, yeah. especially if they're like you know workplace or professional settings yeah. so in all actuality like this is like this is their workplace this is the industry like this is yeah. a part of work like them going to the oscars they're going to work basically yeah. right so like when it comes to black people even if we're in these professional academic spaces mm-hmm. there's a certain level of familiarity that we might have yeah. you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. so can't can't instead of us thinking of it like oh if it was white he would have never done that mm-hmm. and thinking of it like that like can't we kind of think of it like okay he felt i know it sounds backwards he felt more comfortable he felt more comfortable to yeah. express himself in the way that he wanted to in that moment yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah that's fair. i think i think personally it comes from that because i feel like sometimes when white people might say like and honestly if you get mad about everything a white person says to you you're gonna be mad for all your life yeah no literally i do think though that um if that was like if chris rock was white and he said that comment and chris i mean um will smith went and like punched him on stage (laughs) i feel like the black community like everyone would be on will smith's side yeah you know what i mean yeah like like irrespective of who said what whatever everyone would be on will smith's side mm-hmm. well except for the coons of course yeah but i feel like you know what i will say the same people who are making this argument about oh if if, if it was a white person he uh wouldn't have done that i think they would be the same people like being a coon like yeah. if it was a white person no for sure because yeah it's coming from the same place at the end of the day it's about respectability politics it's yeah. like oh look how we look oh they're not they're not gonna invite us nowhere no more like yeah. they are first of all they already don't want you there yeah. like the, they they're forcing themselves to invite black people mm-hmm. like when they did the whole oscar so white thing mm-hmm. like did did somebody slap somebody then yeah no <laughs> but they still were not nominating black people yeah do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they want us in these spaces because we make these spaces more lit. Do you yeah. think that? Do you know how much their viewership would go down if there was no black people in attendance? I know it's so. And you know what? I feel like the next Oscars that like for next year, there's gonna be so many viewers because yeah. of the situation that happened exactly. this year. Exactly. So I feel like we need to stop. Like I don't know. And this is like maybe like um, a different conversation. But do you know like? pan-africanism no <laughs> okay so pan-africanism um there was this Ghanaian president his name is Kwame Nkrumah and he basically said that like in order for um all black people to succeed mm-hmm. like in order for like let's say for example Ghanaians to succeed like we as all black people across the diaspora on the continent wherever like we need to basically come together mm-hmm. like basically move as one type shit right yeah so um but obviously you see that that is not the case Mm -hmm. because we are often fighting amongst each other yeah so um i feel like why i thought about that is because these spaces like the oscars and like even if we're talking about in our lives like workplaces and like academia and shit like that right Mm -hmm. if we literally if we said we're not participating anymore Mm-hmm. Do you know that they would like beg us to come back, right? No, I think they would too. Yeah. Like even academia, like they want like black women in those spaces, but they don't want them in positions of power. Yeah. They want black people to attend the Oscars, but they don't actually want them to win awards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's fair. But like if we said like we're not going, and we stopped, like for example, like even like in America, people um, devalue HBCUs 
why are you doing that this is a space where you can get an education and you can be around your people why would that ever be less of less value and even if we think about york university like that's a school that has a lot of black people and also Mm -hmm. it's in an area that is like a quote-unquote black area Mm. even before the strikes people are devaluing new york why Mm -hmm. why you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that that like if anything as a black person you should want to go there because you're going to be around your people but i feel like every time there's something that a lot of black people are doing people devalue it and then when there's something that is for white people people like like add value to it but it's like they don't even want us here they don't yeah. actually want us like if they want us here it's because they want to make their spaces more lit because they know mm-hmm. that we're lit mm-hmm. so like yeah anyway i say all that to say like i was gonna ask you like what do you think about like that like in terms of like um like all black people kind of being in agreement about something so that like we we all like shift the culture if that makes sense because if like even that oscar so white thing like yeah. they did that for like a year and now you guys are back at the oscars yeah. I, I still feel like black people went even yeah. though they were even like, though okay, there was a black party. host oh yeah shit do you it think it was chris rock right exactly oh. there's i'm not gonna say that there the there's a particular so did they, did they do that on purpose did they that, know that they were boycotting so they got a black host specifically and that's that why people said that chris rock was a coon but at the same time that is a good thing for his career it's not so good for black people but it's good for his Mm. career but do you like i i honestly cannot think of any other ethnic or religious or any type of group Mm -hmm. that if people were um disrespecting their people that they would go stand up there and be a host it's only black people that do stuff like that yeah and then that's there's like there's a lot of groups like you say anything about them it's over for you or like you could come into contact with any person from that group and they will be in the same of the same mindset like no don't say that about this about us but black people it's like oh do you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know sorry i don't remember what your question (laughs) no my point is like do you feel like as black people we need to be because we're not a monolith no we're not Mm -hmm. but do you feel like there needs to be we need to be of like we need to agree on on something yeah in order there should be like core values that we agree on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that like there's no wavering from that Mm -hmm. like no matter what but Mm -hmm. i don't think we have that at all at all and i feel like like every other race does for the most part i think so too and like somebody was saying like you know how like back in back in the day they didn't really consider like irish people to be white and like i think italians too italians too they didn't consider them to be white but then Mm -hmm. things change and then like now like they're considered to be white yeah and like 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 i think that that that's a power move on on their end because Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like now they you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. but like when it comes to black people i feel like we're always so like oh but i'm not african oh but i'm not yeah. Korean. oh but i'm not black american like why mm-hmm. like yes i think we should be able like i don't think irish people saying they're white takes away from them being irish no I or don't italian so like italian people have very strong culture yeah do you know yeah. what i mean i think that we can still have our own individual cultures without being so like like oh but i'm not african oh but i'm not this like oh but mm-hmm. i'm better than like do you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know i just think that i just think that i'm conflicted because i feel like on one hand i think we should do better and try to be more like you said have core values mm-hmm. but then on the other hand like there's so many different types and ethnicities of black people that like can we really expect that but there's also a lot for white people and i feel like as a whole they'll consider themselves white you know what i mean like there's one so thing many that, for white one people one thing that too. they link up on is anti-blackness for sure yeah i feel like everyone they does. link up on that for sure yeah but yeah. i'm trying to think like what would be the because i would say that when it comes to like anti-blackness like us experiencing mm-hmm. anti-blackness yeah. i think that that's something that we link up on yeah but not all the time because honestly there's some people that exactly. like exactly you'll be like uh, i can't even say this on here but 
like you'll be saying your experience hoping that like you know they'll like console you or or make you feel a little bit better Mm -hmm. because you're expecting them to like understand a bit but Mm -hmm. like they'll just kind of like like invalidate your experience and it's just like like what like you're black you know what i mean like how do you not understand yeah it's it's internalization and you know i was gonna like i would say that we do link up on okay two things i wrote a paper about this holla at me if you want to read it (laughs) but i think there's two things that black people link up on i think it's like joy and i think it's pain so it's like joy like whenever like you see like for me personally like if i see like um if i'm on the tl or whatever mm-hmm. and i see like a video of like j- like jamaican people and yeah. they're like um singing or dancing or i see mm-hmm. a video of like Ghanaian people or like black americans or yeah. like any type of black people i'm like yo this is lit and i get happy mm-hmm. or like if i'm on road i see a whole bunch of like little black kids playing i'm like oh my gosh this makes me happy mm-hmm. right and we can connect that way and then like pain like if i see somebody being brutalized or somebody experiencing racism or mm-hmm. those type of things like i feel pain even like even if it's not necessarily to do like if it's not outwardly about racism even though everything ultimately is like yeah. if i see like a poor black person or like something yeah. like it definitely evokes something more in me yeah. because i'm like you are me do yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i feel like we link up on those in those ways but like you said there are a lot of black people that i think because of the fact that there's so much negativity surrounding black people they mm-hmm. don't want to be associated with that yeah. so they want to prove that they are different mm-hmm. and, I, and i don't yeah. care what anyone says every single black person has got caught up in that before mm-hmm. in trying to prove that they for are sure. different yeah for sure you know mm-hmm. so i think and that, i feel like like it's trying to prove that you're different to black people and to other white people too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I think that it definitely I think that a lo- I think that you have to actively unlearn caring about white people's opinions of you more than yeah. than black people's opinions of you. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, like these are the people in power. So Wait, sorry, say that one more time. <laughs> I think that in order like I think you actively have to decide that you're going to care less about white people's opinions of yeah. you than black people's opinions of you. Oh, yeah. So I think okay. like growing up, like we are have to be hyper aware. Like I think you know, like when our parents have all these talks with us about, oh, you know, you're black, you have to do this or you can't mm. do this. Yeah. Like I know they have their hearts in the right place, but they're low-key teaching us to care about white people's opinions. Yeah. Because they're not talking about other black people. hmm Right? So I think we have to actively be like, okay, I'm not going to care mm-hmm. about what this white person says. But then at the same time, you kind of have to care. Because if you want a job... If you want to do anything, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You have to care. But honestly, what, where I can... Where I can not care or be like fuck you i do like i went to the bank the other day i wanted to open an account and um i went to one bank and i think i told you and mm-hmm. she was like oh, i was like yeah hey like hello like i'd like to open an account like mm-hmm. whatever and she's like oh yeah um that's just not she's like that's not something we do when you walk in you're gonna have to book an appointment mm-hmm. and she's like and we're booked like we're booked up we're not booking <laughs> i'm just like and then i'm like okay thanks and then I walked away and then she's yeah. like, oh, you don't want to try and book for next week? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Like, there's a bank across the plaza. It's yeah. not that serious, <laughs> yeah. you know? And like, she didn't like call me a nigger, but like, I could just tell like she was just kind of like not taking mm-hmm. me serious. Yeah. You know? So I'm just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You know? So when it comes to things like that, where I can, I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can say fuck you in small ways. Yeah. <laughs> but not those big ways. Yeah, unfortunately, you, know? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> like where it actually matters. Yeah, you, you can't. Just have to, which is so sad. Yeah. So sad. You know, Loki is all about respectability politics, but in mm. a in a weird way that you don't take it in. Jay Z. Yeah, I can see that. Like, if you actually deep it, like. Yeah, I can see that. He sure. he's about that. Yeah. But what do I know? 
All right, guys. So I don't even know what to say. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Teresa? Final thoughts. Um, anyone could get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, black men protect black women. Yeah. Um, also, we didn't touch on this. What? The fact that he said something about a black woman's hair in front of non-black people is oh, another true. reason why you could really get slapped. Yeah. Don't do that. And you know what? I swear he made a documentary about, about good hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it what was he- him, right? Yeah. And that's why people so, no what? but chris chris rock is a coon after is this he? i'm going to show you a video of him letting white people say like nigger repeatedly mm. like he was he was telling his friend like oh um this is the blackest white guy i've ever met and he's this and he's that and then his friend goes so what you're saying is i'm a nigger and then he's like yeah haha you're a nigger and then they're what all the like hell? saying nigger nigger like there's like you know what like i always get confused because for people like that mm-hmm. like do they just feel uncomfortable correcting white people or do they actually think like i don't care like you can say that word. i think there's you know both I mean? type of people there's people that like there's people that if like you're not black and i fuck with you you could say the n-word and 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 this is what black people need to stop doing. All this you're invited to the cookout and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Stop doing that because you're yeah, never stop doing that. You're never seriously. gonna be invited to their soiree. Like yeah. they're not they're <laughs> not <laughs> yeah you're not invited. Like like you can you can like somebody that's non-black and just leave it at that. Yeah. They don't have to be in our spaces like that because yeah. I'm telling you you will never be accepted in their spaces like Ever. that. You know what I'm trying to say we're yeah. not even allowed to navigate this world freely because they are in control and you are going to come in the one safe space you have you're going to invite <laughs> non-black people because yeah. they can dance like yeah i know you know mm-hmm. so i think there's there's people like i think because like blackness is like so lit mm-hmm. like anything that's lit we're like yeah you're black oh you move like you're oh, black yeah do you know what yeah. i mean yeah but yeah moral of the story anyone could get slapped anyone could get slapped Anyways. Alright guys, it's been fun. This <laughs> This has been your girl with my tea. And Dej. And this is Dark and Lovely Pod. Bye. Later.